I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday, ready to do some podcasts. And find us everywhere you get podcasts. Search the Black Guy Who Tips. We'll come up. Leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love to read those on Saturday. When we do we our do. feedback show. The official weapon of the show is the an unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball. Extreme, extreme, extreme. And um, this is just a regular episode uh just gonna be talking about some random stuff yep just me and you yeah tomorrow we'll have a guest though uh mike kaplan be in the house uh that'll be at five o'clock that'll be fun so hopefully y'all looking forward to that um but uh yeah let's go ahead and get into some uh news i'll just play uh song here PBS has quit Twitter over its government-funded media label. NPR also said this week it will stop tweeting. I remember, I didn't know PBS, but I remember NPR. Yeah, because they was like, "That the fuck is this? No, we are not." And majority of their money, I can't, I don't know about PBS, but majority of the money for NPR is like publicly funded. Mm-hmm. They was like, I don't even think they say they don't even get like one percent of their funding from the government there was like a lot of people have a misconception of that but it was like our money basically comes from the general public mm-hmm. yeah twitter previously had reserved such government run you know state affiliated media they used that tag on like china's news agency or russia's rt and sputnik but throwing this at you know pbs and npr is kind of a game changer and one the government doesn't run those media outlets um and then as you said a lot of times the funding for like npr pbs actually comes from the public literally not like just the federal funding federal funding accounts for about 15 percent of public television revenue system um and the biggest chunk 31 percent, comes from donations from individuals right because uh, uh i know for npr i'm a monthly subscriber i've been one for years mm-hmm. and i don't mind i don't even listen as much as i used to but i still give because i know that their purpose is here and i know that uh i just appreciate what they're doing mm-hmm. uh particularly um i used to listen all the time uh, before uh, Trump became president. Once Trump became president, I, ha- I had to back away because they were doing their job, which was covering him because he was the fucking news. And I was, it was just too much for me at the time. Yeah, only less than 1% of their funding comes from the government for NPR. Right. So, and I think, you know, the real, you know, reason that this has happened, the real pattern is Elon Musk is clearly a right-wing conservative dude, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just been interesting because i think he's he's one of the best people at promoting himself and 
white people for the most part do not question it at all no, you know don't. and I, I think it's probably bigger than just white people but white people are the main ones i noticed that like eat his shit up or it's like he's rich he clearly this man is a genius clearly this man hey. is fucking brilliant it's, it can't be that he's a fucking idiot it can't be he's a grifter it can't be he's a liar it can't be any of that it's gotta be yeah, we don't understand he's just so ahead of us and i'm like well but we've seen any other person who would be doing this right wing shit we would be like that person's a piece of shit and there's nothing like it's not necessarily brilliant to be unscrupulous you know to steal ideas and take credit for shit like we haven't really painted at least to me i don't find that to be a brilliance no i don't either and also you know he has done shit like uh talked about how he's going to build all types of railways and then and and speeder trains and all that shit in municipalities and didn't didn't deliver so you have a lot of cities that stuck in a lot of debt now like fucking around with him and who runs those cities white people who believe in him white people give him money like this dude is a grifter because white people who have the power and the money keep lifting him up i mean the fact that jack from twitter thought elon musk was it like he should be running twitter that's who will fix twitter and all that dude has been is a conservative troll and and jack's been mostly silent about the shit because you thought this was a good idea you handed over your company basically and and wanted it you well he he stepped down from his company but he uh campaign for this man to be in charge like the, the he just has an ability to just get people to believe in him um without question and i think this is where that got us because a lot of us saw the canary in the coal mine a lot of us were like yeah this company's got some racist practices his whole i'm moving out of california he's a COVID, you know denier mm, i remember that like i just i just remember all this shit but it's like yeah, motherfucker, his family's history and shit you be like oh word this is what we talking about but okay yeah he 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 jumped in with everybody on the um on the crypto thing and then once once that happened is people just went oh my god yes but once again man it, it you know bomani astutely pointed out on the show several times like with the crypto shit when have those people ever done anything to help other folks like when when have they made money to help everybody else make money they make right. money for them right. and by the time they tell you it's something in it for them not you mm-hmm. like and by the time then it's too late you're gonna get a percentage of a percentage yeah well not just the small percentage i'm saying like the percentages you put money in where they're gonna get it okay you know yes, what i mean yeah, like it's a pyramid scheme yeah like it's not like you know uh, in a in addition to just having people that you don't even respect telling you about money is you know like I, I respect steph curry's three-point shot but i've never been like financial advice let's check out what steph curry's talking about you know um but anyway um typical bullshit from elon musk and i think it's just you know part of the downfall of twitter quote unquote uh, he keeps teasing off this blue check thing because it's like getting him the most attention right now and he keeps pushing it back because i don't think he's getting the results he wants of people signing up right so the new date for everyone losing their check is supposed to be 420 oh uh, okay because he thinks that's funny right and also a lot of the large companies that publicly came out it was like we're not paying for it and if you pay for it you pay for it on your own accord if you want to keep your check but we're not paying for something like that's ridiculous and like they have publicly came out and said we're not paying for shit 
yeah and i think the purpose is to threaten them with you can be impersonated you can have misinformation you won't be able to double authenticate your account so you can't protect your password like it's it's more like a ransom and he hasn't come up with too many ideas that put things on the table just shit that threatens you for taking stuff off and i would never run my business this way you know what i mean like can y'all imagine us being like it's a new tier of the black guy who tips premium it's a hundred dollars a month and if you don't pay it we'll give everybody your phone number everybody be like man this is extortion yes you know what i mean we're gonna give your account away (laughs) it's ridiculous and it's also you know one of those things to where they've lost a lot of revenue they was like the i was uh, listening to uh, one of my marketing podcasts who kind of covers this these types of things and uh they was talking to the marketers and they were saying how a lot of people have taken their money away they says twitter's revenue now is what it was back in 2019 as mm-hmm. far as like the advertising revenue there was like, a lot of companies have cut back or if they're doing something it's not at the same uh rate as it was before and so it's just one of those things to where i actually don't think he cares you know uh truth be told you know it's gonna it's one of those things and this is kind of how i feel i will stick around until it's no longer enjoyable because i think he cares and he's inept i think he does okay. care obviously okay, he's a dumbass because yeah he's not smart okay because i'm about to say but he obviously fucking cares he obviously cares because he's so emotional and fragile and mad when you're taking away the new york times check because someone on twitter told you they said they wouldn't pay for twitter that's that's not someone that doesn't care that's so petty and stupid mm. and small that's a person that cares too fucking much and i i and 44 billion dollars says he cares he cares to way too much about this dumbass website essentially like you okay you you own the website now what are you gonna do other than lose the value that you put into it that's all he's been doing so uh trip advisor received 1.3 million fake reviews last year wow more than 1.3 million reviews submitted on to TripAdvisor last year. 4.4 percent of its total review submissions were fake, but the travel company prevented 72 percent of them from making it into the platform. How did how could they tell they were fake? Um, well, I guess it's in the article. Uh, they review they they dropped their third review transparency report, which is published every two years. Uh, so this is stuff from 2020 we're seeing. Um they said in addition to fraudulent reviews they removed 2500 521 reviews associated with paid review companies oh like companies that like pay people to uh review the th- review uh, uh certain places mm-hmm. okay and they because you know the game is to get you know same thing with airbnb the game is to get good reviews may or may not be a verified trip may or may not be you know same thing on amazon now that we're especially an online society a lot of times faking the review is uh better than advertising because it's like you click on it you're like oh it's five stars 12 five star reviews and then you know those people ain't really ever been there yes uh i forgot it was a company that ended up getting sued and they owed the government like six hundred thousand dollars because what they were doing i think it was like a vitamin brand Mm -hmm. and what they were doing was they would have like uh uh their supplements that had been out there for a while that got good reviews Mm -hmm. and then they would put their new products out there and they would tag it or make it appear as though the newer products were getting the same ratings as the older products and 
so they did an investigation they was like y'all can't do that like these new products need to gain their own reviews you can't because it was through amazon it was like you can't do this it was like this is false advertising so it's so so it's one of those things where because everything's electronic now people are finding a way to just skirt around the system and get those reviews because like i said the reviews matter but also you have consumers that you're not telling the truth to yeah and they didn't say um how they found which ones were fake but they do penalize companies for fake reviews i wonder what's a chat gpt <laughs> maybe um but that would just write the content and review you still have to copy and paste it to post it uh it says they have a variety of ways of offending businesses uh of dealing with offending business businesses including content bans ranking penalties and red badges on their page more than thirty-three thousand ranking penalties were issued in 2022 and 341 red bad page warnings were issued Mm. I've, I've actually uh, went through uh, I've never used supervisors but I've heard of them and sometimes I periodically go and, and, and peruse through it uh, it's it's uh, interesting when you was when you said this because I'm like well then wow I wonder how many others have done this and or maybe doing this that people just don't know mm. I mean the thing is if you show up somewhere and it ain't as described and the reviews like you're already there it just fucking sucks you know it's like oh they do got roaches what the fuck you know or you know like it's it's just such a hustle and then you got to fight to get your money back or mm-hmm. you know complain through the system not as advertised and all that stuff but everybody's hustling these days um so you know i feel like that's how they get you i i, I click on the reviews on amazon and what i like now is the video reviews because it's it'll be somebody that actually purchased the thing and they'll be posting like how they used it what they did with it you know that kind of stuff sometimes they talk sometimes it's just a video of them opening it or whatever to me that's more reliable than the word reviews because the word reviews get faked all the time right right and a lot of times with those reviews you like you say and i've actually done reviews like that where you actually hold the product and turn the product on and be you know be sure it's working or or whatever the case may be or use the product as intended so that people can be like okay this is legit and this is and also you can actually get an idea of if i order it is it larger or smaller than i thought it was going to be you know i won't i won't be faked out yeah and uh, like yesterday i was looking at trash cans that open like like a a lid or whatever thing and Mm -hmm. there was like these people that posted setting up the trash can how to put the batteries in uh one person it was i don't know she do it for tiktok or what but it was this black woman that was like dancing in hers and shit (laughs) all right (laughs) this is different um but yeah uh missouri state house republicans vote vote to defund public libraries yeah they they want people stupid and and the thing is when you do this you're cutting off resources a lot of people have a misconception of what the library does <laughs> and how the libraries actually help community the the community i know a lot of people they were like well i don't go to the library okay bitch you don't but you know who do who do people just trying to get their resume together people that need access to the internet you know who else do people for social skills for training like like these are the people that actually go to the library the library ain't just for uh people that feel like it's just a waste of time they it serves a purpose in the community 
yeah um i think they do know the purpose it serves and they're penalizing communities they're penalizing the librarians they're retaliating against the librarians organization because they're suing the state over a law uh over a law about book banning right so this is a retaliatory thing republicans when they get power they retaliate they are petty with this power ron DeSantis is a great example of republicans of power donald trump great example of republicans mm-hmm. of power they the don't standard. care about the things that they talk about Mm-mm. they penalize you know this is like they're not looking for fairness they're looking for a uh, threat you know so i think um it's interesting around 4.5 million dollars in funds that would have been included in the budget for libraries were instead dropped down to zero at the cuts proposed by representative cody smith chair of the house budget committee were included the stripping of funds for public libraries was done in retaliation over a lawsuit brought forward by the missouri library association mla which along with the aclu is suing the state over a draconian law that bans hundreds of titles in public school district libraries including books that discuss lgbtq issues racial justice and the history of the holocaust right the history of the holocaust it's like y'all can't just just scrub this shit off like this doesn't make sense that the history of the holocaust right like that's the one that america gets to pretend to be the good guys in and we don't even want to let the kids learn about that because too many of the current people in charge over the republican side mirror the bad guys from the nazis they they are too busy sounding like the nazis to let the kids know that nazis are bad any school official including librarian who fails to comply with the law could be fined up to two thousand dollars or could be in prison up to a year the budget has yet to be passed in the state senate republicans in that legislative body have said that they will restore the cuts but that promise was made before the budget was passed in the house there is no way that money is not going back into the budget said senator lincoln huff uh who's a republican last week the passage of the budget sans library funding could mean that there will be a rare intrapity impasse i don't know what that means oh intraparty <laughs> intrapity <laughs> intraparty impasse between gop lawmakers in the two houses it is rare that republicans are out of lockstep that is true smith has claimed that the reduction of funds for public municipal libraries was needed to ensure the mla couldn't use state funds to help subsidize this lawsuit however the aclu is not actually charging the mla any fees for providing legal aid pro bono thus rendering the gop lawmakers concerned moot yeah because they're lying it's about punishing them Mm -hmm. that's it we would like to punish librarians for standing up to us we said we don't want no critical race theory i.e history taught in your libraries let me tell you something about books by their nature they're all about history yep they're all about history even in the past even in the ways that we would like to predict the future it's all based on what's happened before so if you just start saying any history that is not whitewashed we don't want taught basically you're gonna have to close all the goddamn libraries because that's what the fuck is in there is real shit got whole libraries full of them books like it's not just you're not just gonna walk in a library it's just bill o'reilly donald trump jr's book you know like uh what's that uh woman the blonde woman that used to go on uh real time with bill maher all the time uh she has a long neck is it uh, Ann something and coulter and coulter yes her like you can't just have only her books in there mm-hmm. um let's see um a louisiana woman has set the record for the world's largest afro 
Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the afro is five feet five inches in circumference. God damn, it's taller than me by three inches. Her name is Avon Douglas. She's forty-seven. She's been growing her hair. Uh, in night she began growing her hair in nineteen ninety-nine and initially did so with the intention of promoting the beauty of natural hair. Uh, Douglas says she coveted the uh guinness record for the longest hair particularly because some cultures have historically associated beauty with straight hair Ooh, i know that shit takes forever to dry Woo! i didn't decide to grow an afro as much as i decided to go natural she says about pride and texture hair which leads to self-love at one time i strived to get hair that was bone straight and now all i want is big and poofy i feel it oh, is big and poofy oh my goodness gorgeous Woo! it is beautiful um she's from louisiana she aimed to promote beauty and natural hair by breaking the record and grew up covering the record for the longest hair yeah she she look like garnet in this picture don't she particularly right there <laughs> like a live action garnet right <laughs> uh okay this boy be in my dm say i'm pretty so IG this boy be in my dm say i'm pretty I wonder if he knows. I've been through that shit. I've been through that shit. That is beautiful hair. Yeah. <laughs> that shit got its own zip code. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, I guess this is a picture of her before she got the did the hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe or maybe it's just she, she just tied it back yeah, yeah, when she uh, whenever she's you know got in a protective style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a TikTok account with forty eight thousand followers. Uh so yeah that's that's dope man she uh that is neat she got the and then it's so versatile the, all this hair that she look how she's styling it that's one thing about uh uh particularly natural hair you can do a lot of shit with natural hair i know you can go you can you could uh what they call it uh silky press it uh mm-hmm. silk press it you can put it in curls you can pin it up you can make them pop you can do a lot of shit with our hair yeah nah that's, that's beautiful and congratulations to her for the world record mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into some other news um how about we do some uh lgbtq news um where's the music there we go let me see what you want to be you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby lgbtq news i try to take us down but we still around we lit we lit i try to still shine but we on the ride we lit we lit let's talk about it a first grade teacher who called out miley cyrus and dolly parton's rainbow land being banned right she didn't call them out to have them banned they were banned at her school and she put that on social media like hey they banned miley cyrus and dolly parton's rainbow land um it's a 2017 collaboration between the two it was featured on cyrus's sixth studio album younger now is it the one they performed together yes okay uh well apparently um the school administrators banned the song 
from being performed by first graders in a school concert because they considered it too controversial superintendent james sebert or sebert possibly said that the school board was concerned whether it was appropriate for the age and maturity level of the students and that they worried about the social or personal impacts on the children he cited the school board's policy against discussing controversial issues in class now now i gotta ask like i i don't i don't know this song like that but what what was the song about right that's what i want to know because i you know i heard they performed it together and i'm assuming the same song but i didn't really listen yeah and it's it's molly cyrus dolly Parton. like what the fuck and, could it be say, it ain't gonna be but so deep what is we what is happening here hey molly it's me i'm in nashville i'm on way dollywood busy as you are i can't get enough stuff to do kate but anyway i'm excited about singing with you so i don't turn my seat so i guess it's like the intro uh okay boom so then the lyrics living in a rainbow land where everything goes as planned and i smile because i know if we try we could really make a difference in this world i won't give up i'll sleep a wink uh it's the it's the only thing i think you know where i stand i believe we can start living in a rainbow land uh living in a rainbow land i guess this is the course where you and i go hand in hand oh i'd be lying if i said this was fine all the hurt and hate going on here we are rainbows me and you every color every hue let's shine on through together we can start living in a rainbow land okay what 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 what's the problem rainbows like we really threw away rainbows yeah they like yeah this is insane they just gave up on rainbows i love rainbows straight people have bigots have given the rainbow away and the biggest the biggest people that have been hurt by this are the kids mm-hmm. i remember being a kid man you yeah. love rainbows you love colors you love rainbow bright you love looking in the sky when it rains uh, yeah. seeing a fucking rainbow yeah, you love the care bears they use rainbows the pot rainbows of gold is at the end beautiful. of the rainbow you know somewhere over the rainbow like why does it have to be only a gay thing that's us that's not gay people that did that Mm -hmm. that is straight people that did that shit though that's it must be something gay about it's like uh living in the rainbow land it has nothing to do with being gay what the fuck these motherfuckers are insane Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna play the song i normally don't play copyright music since went on youtube but i had to play the song maybe we could we could hear what the what the issue is um because i i i don't know look here we go i don't i don't know i don't this is weak this no um i don't know no okay yeah nah, you know nah. what i i would object the kids i wasn't uh, performing this song i wasn't on their side at first but <laughs> first graders probably shouldn't be saying that you, you know no you they got a point should not be talking about some wop they got a point you know i yeah I normally, I, you know now now if they now if they doing this song i might consider like hey you know this is not age appropriate yeah maybe to you perform know. so during the time that time educator melissa temple spoke out against the band telling reporters that she chose the song because its message seemed universal and sweet right. and that banning it would lead to confusing messages about rainbows which are ultimately creating a culture that seems unsafe towards queer people due to this temple has been placed on administrative leave at the district officials explained that the impetus for the ban was around whether the song was appropriate for the age and maturity level of the first grade students 
but uh, y'all just don't want the song now just say that just don't play the shit on the kids what the fuck the, the kids they just don't they, for them it's a song about rainbows you you put her on administrative leave mm-hmm. that's crazy so you can't even say like this is why i picked the song i didn't think it was controversial i thought it was inclusive and da 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 and they were like your ass gotta go too you too controversial yep because a lot of these school systems now they are and this is why it's very important and people need to be aware that a lot of conservatives and republicans have worked their way into the school systems on the low the school boards yeah yeah so when they're in here they actually have the power mm-hmm. to do this type of shit when before they wouldn't in these positions and they would be mad and upset on the outside so they was like well i'll fix that i'll win the seats and that's what they've been doing across the country i've been going in here and win these seats uh for these positions that people just think oh ain't nobody going for the school board well bitch it is and they got power exactly and um and so you know every put like this every position matters even a dog catcher you know people joke about that but shit that shit matters too um and it's one of those things where it becomes very frustrated because then you get bullshit like this and people going why are we here because somebody on the school board decided it was a problem yeah and republicans are fans of snap you know or should i say snap because that exclamation point at the end because they got the power and that's all they care about like once they have the power they're just like yeah um we're just taking whatever we want it doesn't have to make sense the whole freedom of speech shit and all this like we just need to have a conversation they didn't want to have a conversation with this woman they immediately sent her home She, she didn't even really say shit she was just like this is fucked up there's nothing wrong with this song and they were like go home bitch that's it no talking from you yep because we don't want no controversy we put like this we don't want people listening to you then all of a sudden we got to deal we got to deal with the wokes coming in here complaining about some shit that we doing basically the only freedom of speech we care about is the freedom for like christian conservative people to be bigots without hearing a word back right we don't actually want this robust conversation and shit um a bunch of dudes this is so okay the bud light saga saga let's just talk about it okay sorry i didn't mean to say saga with a hard r um the bud light saga is basically they put rainbows on the can of bud light bottles of bud light to show hey we support the lgbtq community okay they got a partnership with the trans influencer by the name of dylan mulvaney who I believe uh, became very popular on TikTok because she transitioned like a, like I'm gonna make a video every day for the la- next year or so of my actual transition, okay. and people are gonna watch me as I basically go through the ups and downs of living my life uh, in the body that I want to live my life in, right? Okay. And so uh, they made her the face of. 365 days of girlhood um uh it was a custom can with her image on it um and mulvaney posted about it to to uh instagram so of course transphobic people immediately said we boycotting it and that's when you saw the videos of kid rock and okay people yeah, shooting shooting the, uh, shooting the 24 pack people mm-hmm. buying out the bar and then driving over it with a fucking forklift or whatever <laughs> shit that they do so the boycott me like that uh 
people are talking about you know um we're switching the cores light and shit and the cores light uh said they're committed to the lgbtq community and who knows half of those fucking brands are own each other or whatever mm-hmm. um <laughs> like but yeah so there's a lot of just angry neck beard ass white dudes that are like i'm never drinking this beer again blah 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 right and of course this led to a lot of liberal people on social media partying right it's like cool the conservatives are mad and da 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 but as Heiser bush realized a couple things pretty quick the first being um just because you put the rainbow on the can doesn't mean that the people that are celebrating are gonna buy it ain't right and that's like a big thing with i think stuff like this is like if you don't know your lane you not gonna entice people to be like oh i love trans people now to go buy a 12 pack of these bud lights and i'm switching over from what i used to drink bud light has a lane and it is the conservative christian maga white person type of beer it's not like not like exclusively but Mm-mm. if if i made everybody close their eyes and draw what a fuck they thought a bud light like, drinker looked like right is a motherfucker watching nascar or some shit right mm-hmm. so they miscalculated there um because you didn't have all these people sign up and then their main fans are people that don't agree with this shit or at minimum have decided that in a very emboldened way with the republicans being how they are we just covered the way they're doing the library the way they did this teacher um with the way that conservatives are acting in positions of authority they are no longer silently being bigoted like they're like they're like oh you picked a side being inclusive and we don't go for that go woke go broke is what they say mm-hmm. so their chief executive officer put out a statement and honest to god it looked like chat gpt statement <laughs> like someone said make make an apology that doesn't really apologize but doesn't offend anybody <laughs> and it ends up offending everybody right because that's what happens when you just try to be neutral on some shit everybody mad yeah and it's after you quote unquote picked the side and now you're like oh so here's the apology as a CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feel proud of the beer they we brew. We're honored to be part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people, and our independent distributors employ additional 47,000 value colleagues. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and a proud history supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over a beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, our brands, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across our nation. You didn't say nothing. He didn't say fuck all. You didn't say anything. Oh my God you didn't say shit what you just said 
is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I think ChatGPT did write that. They went in there. They was like, uh, bland, um, don't offend nobody, um, no commitment, go. Right. Because you still didn't pick a side. You didn't make, you didn't even apologize to the people that's that's boycotting you. I mean, I know this made no one happy is what I'm Mm-mm. saying. It showed a lack of commitment, a lack of forethought, because clearly you put the rainbows on the can because you thought it was a fucking layup because everybody puts the rainbows on everything. Put a rainbow on it. Put a rainbow on it. What does that mean? What does it mean? What do you, what are you really standing for when you put the rainbow on it? What are you telling your people that work there and the people like what's going on with the environment? Nothing. You just throw it on there because it's an easy fucking win. Hey, I'm a good person is what it means. Rainbow, good person, good company guys, support us. And then the second people go, well, actually we're bigoted and we don't want to eat, we don't want to drink a beer anymore. Whoa, guys, I have learned so much from. Mike, the communities, the army. Yeah, they start. I, I, I hear you, <laughs> and I'm listening. And right. those are their favorite words. And it's also one of the things we talked about this before. Don't do anything if you are not willing to stand behind it. Just, just stay neutral. No one was even asking for it or demanding right. it. Right. Um, I think this is also a remnant to me of George Floyd. And I know what you're saying. This is LGBTQ news. Ain't got nothing to do with black people. Uh, I think after george floyd you had a lot of companies that thought this is good business to get into the quote-unquote woke for lack of a better term but to get into like you know we need to hire diversity and inclusion offices we gotta start uh putting our brand next to these causes and stuff and the thing that you know i've always felt and i've said when i wrote that thing about the nfl for game theory the thing for me was always like saying the thing giving the money all that stuff it's it's not bad it's not bad but it doesn't really the rubber doesn't meet the road until you deal with the pushback for it yes sir you can't join anybody in that struggle until you kind of catch some hell for it too because that's when we know if you really gonna cut and run and what they did was kind of cut and run like that was a very like oh oh, oh, we didn't know y'all was gonna be mad it's like well you know who did know everybody who was celebrating y'all putting the fucking cans out there mm-hmm. everybody that was out there arguing with conservatives about it they knew that those people would be mad and they thought oh maybe this company is not as bad as we thought or maybe they do stand for something and now that it's like oh no you don't no you don't so like i said if you are not willing to do it and that's that's a th- that that's the thing they tricked themselves into doing this when they really don't want to do the work, they don't want to learn, they don't want to educate themselves, and or they don't want to bring people in to teach them, or if they do bring the people in, they don't want to listen to what they say. They just want them to be an image or something so it can pretend. And the first time it's it's, it's, it's time to cut somebody, these are the first programs to fucking fly out because you really didn't mean the shit in the first place. So just not trying funny, stay neutral and don't say shit and judge, judge product. Yeah, let it, just be solidly judged because you're not going to meet the moment. Mm-mm. like a real a real motherfucker would have sit this shit out and been like yeah we lost money off of this um 
but it's worth it for the fact that the message we're trying to send is one of saving trans people's lives like like some shit more important than the money now they don't really believe that but that would have been the way to play this because you're not getting those people back and what you just said was not enough it didn't help anybody you would have been better off coming out and being on some like we just signed with jk rowling as well like at least you would have got your biggest back um boosie little boosie mm-hmm. his daughter or boosie badass as he goes by his daughter poison ivy went instagram official with her girlfriend that's right he's very shamelessly homophobic he's transphobic he's talked a lot of shit about Dwayne Wade's uh, daughter Zaya mm-hmm. uh, he's also talked about getting his boy child some sex from a sex worker when they were still underage like just a ignorant person or whatever but she went Instagram official so now people are like oh now he got a gay kid now what oh this what he get and it's like one that means a gay person has a father who is extremely bigoted <laughs> i don't know that that's the flex you think it is right two a lot of times people like this make they right ra- they rationalize their kids being like whatever right you know and it's especially kids it's the problem especially with uh lesbians a lot of times misogynistic men will be on some like oh that's different we both like fucking women and shit like they really mm-hmm don't have the cringe or the anger or whatever it is the irrational shit that they have about men who have sex with men like they then they get trans people and then men who have sex with men all of a sudden these dudes get whether it's repressed shit whether it's uh insecurity denial whatever it is curiosity these that's the one that triggers these kind of dudes Mm -hmm. so i don't even think it's i don't even think it's a big deal for him i think he'll just rationalize it of course and i and also just like i said i I think it's weird to be like that's what he gets like well that's he gets a person's life that he's responsible for and involved in uh i mean i'm assuming you're thinking that he's gonna make her life terrible that's not really fun for anybody Mm -hmm. uh let's see uh michigan will still soon pass a historic law banning anti-lgbtq discrimination uh so it basically throughout the state they're gonna be like nah you can't you can't be out here uh discriminating against lgbtq plus people alone and the thing is uh, even a couple years ago you would have probably had people thinking this was press they shouldn't be passing we don't need to pass this what's the problem but if you look around you better pass you apparently need to put this in writing on the books because the other motherfuckers are taking shit away and they're never assuming uh anything so you have to put it in the law and codify it you have to get everybody to vote and be like we are not a state where this happens and you can't depend on the federal government because clarence thomas is taking trips overseas getting flewed out uh Mm. to pass up our rights riding the yachts right Clarence Thomas got airplanes in the bio and shit. Come on. Uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's dope, man. That's actually some good news and I, I hope that works out. Um, Caitlyn Jenner calls out Nike for trying to be woke after collaborating with trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. This is an outrage. What? 
yeah she's she's like the jason whitlock of trans people if you don't bitches you don't get out of here yeah i know that's just are you mad because when you get out of here yeah um well her thing is um she's a gender essentialist even though she's trans so she has a lot of like turfy beliefs a lot of like uh you know uh we're erasing women and stuff like that is is her that that's her words you know um so yeah i don't i don't even i I, I guess it's just like a she's like a permanent 100 kind of kind of person where she doesn't really have much to say only time she seems to have something reasonable to say typically is when it involves her like when it's her then it's like we need to stop and think and talk and do this but anybody else is motherfucking crickets yeah um as a and, and like what my thing is are they even feeding you over there like for real like are they even inviting you into the fold of what you claim to believe i know uh before when the world knew her you know when the world thought okay you're this white man right is how the world's treating mm-hmm. um when it was that you were republican you were conservative okay you're probably socializing and all that stuff well now you're grown and clearly these people don't socialize with you like they don't they have kicked you they're not fucking with you on the golf course anymore they're not inviting you to see pack they're not they don't want you to speak they're not taking you and putting you on fox news and you're still begging you're still fucking eating out the dog dish outside like they gonna let you in one day and it's over for you what is in this for you other than you just maybe you genuinely just believe it and this is why so many people were against you know caitlin being a spokesperson or even Mm -hmm. like the the example of what a trans person should should look like in america because people were like this is so atypical so privileged uh so ridiculous so yeah uh as someone that grew up in awe of what phil knight did is a shame to see such an iconic american company go so woke we can be inclusive but not at the expense of the vast majority of people and have some decency while being inclusive this is an outrage she put on twitter so yeah that's crazy um let's see judge federal judge says christian teacher has no right to misgender students federal appeals court just told a public school teacher that he does not have a constitutional right to misgender transgender students yeah that's a thing that uh we've seen before mm-hmm. so they could purposely take it to purposely take it to court yeah i think last time it was virginia this time it's like chicago area but uh indiana it's indiana orchestra teacher and i just i don't even understand this shit like who do you what are you even doing this for yeah who cares like imagine you're a teacher at school and you're like i'm gonna call you jeremy or whatever the fuck it's like for what like i never even understood that shit even like i can see if some kid was telling you like call me you know i don't know widget majestrix the seventh or whatever and it's like i'm I not doing that that right like i'm not doing that every fucking day we have I class call you by your name yeah you can't just walk in and be like call me optimus prime i get that <laughs> but but like you know that this is about someone's actual identity how they're Correct. identifying you know uh in many cases uh if, if 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 they have the support of their parents and shit you're even more 
like now you got parents that's gonna have to because i i feel like and i might be wrong but i feel like if you're a parent of a trans kid and you're supporting them part of your support is knowing you're gonna have to you might have to go up to school and jack somebody's ass up spend a lot of time up in them schools yeah and i mean you hope not to right but you know and it may be not jack somebody's ass up but you know you're gonna have mm-hmm. to like advocate fight. you advocate, have to advocate for your kid yeah, advocate on your child's behalf yeah right? and your kid is gonna have there's different ways of advocating for each kid every kid's individual but mm-hmm. in this one we we know the struggle we've seen the struggle in every fucking article we read so i would assume like if a teacher decides to do this you're not just taking on the kid you're taking on their parents you taking family. on whatever administrators have been like hey man you making it hot right now because you just fucking not right you know the other kids that are their friends like it's just fucking it, but yeah he's once again the only time there's freedom of speech is when you're a christian and you want to say some bigoted shit uh, as a christian i should be able to dead name this kid why god like that's not in the bible what that's where where's it coming from um but yeah he so they he lost the right and what's funny is i don't see anything in the article about him being placed on administrative leave so i guess he didn't like the rainbow land song so it's uh, fine of course it's okay for him uh but uh, oh and the last story uh jk rowland had uh, there was an lgbtq plus activist who was forced to apologize to jk rowland for calling her a nazi uh because she threatened legal action and this happens a lot with twitter and stuff i think the rules are a little different overseas anyway Mm -hmm. but this does happen a lot with twitter where people at each other they at these celebrities and you kind of just say whatever it is to hurt their feelings because your feelings have been hurt by their actions or you know you perceive their actions to be hurting your feelings or however that works and but we can add each other so we can personalize it like you can add jk rowling on twitter right now mm-hmm. and um she ended up being accused of uh, someone called her a nazi or at least someone who view or at least has views that align with them and jk rowland threatened the person with legal action twice uh the thing about the solicitor's game is everyone can play jj i ignored your hyperbolic metaphor about burning me to death in 2020 but i'm starting to think that was a mistake what's your solicitor's view on the nazi accusation would they advise you to defend it in court um so this person also had said something about i guess burning her to at the stake in 2020 or something like that um so she said okay crazy and solicitor means lawyer over there oh okay that's oh oh so so not solicitor solicitor it's a lawyer lawyer so she basically like okay then give my guards to your lawyer and then later on uh after that conversation the person wrote i would like to publicly apologize for a previous twitter thread where i interacted with jk rowland on matters relating to the transgender community i have now removed these tweets and would like to apologize to jk rowland directly for causing potential upset i failed to choose my words with care and would like to retract my previous statements relating to her views on the lgbtq plus and more specifically transgender people i'd also like to retract my likening of jk rowland to any far right or nazi organization and emphasize i do not wish any individual inclusive of jk rowland to come to any harm yeah um yeah that i mean 
you there are things you can't do because mm-hmm. it's literally illegal and one of these rich motherfuckers might get litigious now to me there's plenty of shit to slander her about not you know pun intended mm-hmm. you know in quotes there's plenty of shit to talk shit about her without having to make nothing up but this is also why i'm afraid of like the kind of hyperbolic rhetoric around the people that you don't like on social media yes sir you know like this is the you know chris pratt really means to to talk about how his son isn't healthy it's like only an insane person would think that yeah but if you have enough people in the corner hyping each other up by the end of the day you got thousands of people that are willing to believe something to me that is patently insane and almost impossible to prove or disprove and i think that's kind of what happens with shit like this is you go we're all talking shit about jk Rowling, and by the end of it it's like you're a nazi you this you that and it's like yeah about just a one-up yeah and and i know it's not necessarily a journalistic thing but legally in in the uk you can hold people to libel standards that the united states don't have right you know but um even though their libel laws are loosened in the u.s in the uk the burden of proof is on the person who made the claim to prove that they're true so (laughs) if you can't prove she's a fucking nazi or you don't got the money to go to court like it's right so i guess this person just apologized to just stay out of you know the because jk rowling is petty and willing to go to court over the shit mm-hmm. and also they've used this person as an example like y'all niggas leave me alone while i'm gonna start suing basically right and the other thing too man this is just real talk i would tell people i love this not just uh to the podcast or just in general hey man you still have to have some forethought with your actions like you can be right and still get him to fuck up mm-hmm like you can be right and be stupid you can be wrong and be smart jk Rowling seems to be a person that's wrong but smart and you know it's that thing that happens where you'll see this on twitter sometimes uh and i've never understood this logic i've always thought it was ridiculously faulty logic but someone will at somebody that has millions of followers or whatever and say something either disrespectful or sarcastic or whatever and when the person replies back they're like how dare you you know you have more followers than me all i did was call you a stupid ugly fat bitch and you just replied back and said look at yourself you potato head person and now people are 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 trying to get me fired from my job and it's like okay you really took everything you did out of that situation Mm -hmm. and at no point did you think i'm punching mike tyson like you never thought to yourself uh maybe punching mike tyson is a thing i should be prepared to be punched back for that's the difference to yeah, me because they, they think it's words a lot of people play online like and, and right and there's a lot of people that take pride in getting blocked by celebrities and on, on just social media across the board they like to harass accounts and the like i like i'm not trying to funny i'm gonna tell you right now you're fucking lame if if your thing is i like to harass people until i get blocked you need to get a life like like that's stupid in my opinion you know i that's something you need to find something else to do with your time um and then you know when they respond back all of a sudden you become a victim and what it's like well then why they're human too 
and that boils back to some of the things we said before for some reason i don't know what the number is what the dollar amount is what the amount of followers is but once you reach a certain status you have a subsection of people who just strip people of their humanity yeah someone said in the chat you're not supposed to punch down and i'm like one the uh the one everybody who said that has never been in a fight you know what i mean never been in a fight right not not him but just in general that that statement came from people that don't actually physically fight that's a theoretical thing about comedy but what's funny about the punch down thing is so one person's punch down is another person punch back come on so like you know this is like i said this is in no way an attempt to defend jk rowling um but it's more like a dog you got to be careful like being right it's, it's like my man ed that got beat up when this girl cheated on him he came back to campus and the dude that was cheating that was fucking his girl was like man you don't want to do this and and ed was like well fuck you da 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 and dude was like man we don't gotta fight it was it was funny <laughs> fucked up but he was basically like man i don't even like i don't even like love her or nothing man just like just like i don't care basically mm-hmm. and ed somehow through the transitive properties of being cheated on took offense that the dude didn't care it was weird <laughs> but but the point being like all the emotions were on ed's side and then ed got beat up got his ass rocked and so it's like he lost that fight but and not because he was wrong or whatever the dude was low-key disrespectful and clowning him and clowning the girl but you can be wrong and be the one that that wins the fight and you can be right and be the one that lost and so i think you just got to be careful because this person clearly fucked around and found out even for a good reason or whatever mm-hmm. and i think for a lot of people that's how they find out and i guarantee you like a lot of people shit gotta happen and then all of a sudden i promise you their presence on social media will change either it's gonna decrease or either they're yeah, gonna I watch person, what they say i think they actually deleted their account because when i went yeah. to go look up the tweets i couldn't find them anymore so yeah. my guess is they yeah. probably ended up deleting that shit yeah goddamn right that's that's what happens you're like up oh, up oh, these are real problems nah i'm good dog yep um all right let's get into another segment um huh what time we got here all right let's do uh i don't want to do fucking with black people or white people news i guess we'll do some white people news white people white people news let's talk about what these white folks are doing all right let's let's detox from all the stress bill Hader and ali wong are officially back together after a brief split didn't they separate didn't they i don't know i guess so that's what the title just says this is the comedian right bill Hader is a for yeah he's the star of barry okay uh ali wong is a star of beef i just watched beef on netflix i thought it was excellent um like great great i had a great time um but yeah this is their picture if if that's what you were thinking about i don't know but um 
yeah they uh they're back together yes because she she was uh famous for doing her specials while she was pregnant and things mm-hmm. like that and i watched i don't know if it was the latest one but one of them and she's actually fucking hilarious and the whole time she was just talking about her marriage and things like that i didn't realize she was married to him i don't think they're i don't know that they're married uh yeah i don't know if they okay they yeah they they, they're girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend so maybe that that's not his baby maybe like after that's right she did get divorced that's right this is who she's dating my bad my girlfriend and i were just figuring out that i haven't had a vacation in 10 years i went with her to san francisco but that doesn't really count so i'm going to have a vacation Sources previously told us the couple dated last fall, but described their romance as a rebound after she divorced Justin Hakuda, Hakuda and he spent, split from actress Anna Kendrick. Uh, Hader and Wong dated for two months before splitting. One insider told us at the time it was due to their busy schedules. They're just super busy with things, but the split was certainly amicable. They're certainly friends. Another source at the time told us they were being careful not to let romance, the romance become public knowledge. Only a small circle of A-list comedians know, and everyone was thrilled about it. Their friends helped them protect their relationship in light of Allie's divorce. Yeah, uh, and especially did was about her, her, her ex-husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. You know, good mm-hmm. to see the whites. You know, making a go of it. And uh, Ali Wong obviously not being white, but you know, Bill Hader being white, mm-hmm. and what the white people news is about. And bad news for whites: Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up after six years together. Oh, they look at a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. She's currently on her Eras tour. They first started dating in 2016. Uh, the split came as she is traveling the country for her sold out Eras tour, at which the actor hasn't been spotted. Over the years, a famously private couple kept their cards close to the chest with the English actor 32 and the Grammy winner 33 deflecting about engagement rumors. If I had a pound for every time I think I've been told I've been engaged and I'd have a lot of pound coins, quipped alwyn to the wall street journal magazine uh so yeah i guess something happened didn't work out and uh you know just another casualty of the pandemic i guess now that people are outside the house it's easy to get out there Mm -hmm. uh tori spelling from 90210 Mm -hmm. she got an eye ulcer after keeping her contact lenses in for days Oh, ain't you supposed to take them things out daily? Depends on the contact, but yeah, you're supposed to take them out at the end of the day. Um, I've heard, like, I've had optometrists tell me I could sleep in them or wear them a couple of days and stuff like that, but I just personally am too weirded out by that. Mm-hmm. I've taken a nap in contacts before and freaked out. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, when I woke up, I was like, oh, oh. Like I like I like what happened? You could see clearly, or you just no. I just it's you. I mean, I just one. I like reach for my glasses and I realize I can see clearly and stuff. But Ah. I just know that I'm not supposed to. I don't trust having them in for a long period of time. Right. So even if I just take like a nap with them in, I I immediately take them out normally when I wake up. I know some people that can go all day days keeping them in. She says, it's my fault I did this to myself. I have contacts, but I wear daily ones. So at the end of the day, whatever I can make all the excuses I want, I don't take them out. I sleep in them and it's not healthy and you're supposed to take them out. Ooh, she got the dailies. That's even worse. Cause like I got the kind where you can wear them like for like a extended period of time and then you switch them out like every couple weeks, every couple months. Now I don't wear mine all the time. I normally wear them to play basketball. 
but some people wear them all the time what, what do you mean daily so you daily, daily as in you take that pair throw them away put it in oh the like next disposables day, yeah. yeah okay but she said she confessed she has been known to go maybe 20 days wearing them <gasps> the same pair bitch just get some glasses what are we talking about here that's why i got glasses because i don't like fucking around with my eyes 20 days oh my god you trying to take your sight away oh my god oh my god tori no yeah if 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 you're not willing to 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 do them out just get some glasses jesse james decker uh slams united for humiliating pregnant sister on flight oh the plot thickens um so jesse james decker slammed united airlines after Stafford staffer allegedly humiliated her pregnant sister mid-air sydney ray bass just texted me from her flight on at united as you know she is five months pregnant high risk and also traveling along with her two small kids the country singer wrote via her instagram story sunday james decker 35 shared that bass 31 accidentally spilled some popcorn in the aisle which prompted a flight attendant to allegedly approach her with a trash bag and wet wipe telling her the captain wants sid to clean up every drop the dancing with the stars alone claimed that her poor sister got on her hands and knees and was crying in the aisle feeling completely humiliated exhausted while everyone else watched including the two kids she shares with her husband mlb player anthony bass way to go united james decker added um united airlines did not immediately respond to a request for comment james decker subsequently shared a photo of herself holding one of her nieces at an airport with a cash and claiming the flight attendant had justified their demands by telling bass to spill popcorn was a safety hazard however the sisters doubled down on how sudden the situation was even claiming the airline had provided a snack on both of bass's flights if popcorn is a hazard why are they giving it on plane james decker uh, asked as she recorded her sibling bass also posted a video of the hazard on her account expressing her frustration after traveling with her daughters brooklyn and blair uh got up at 6 15 a.m on our second flight now she wrote over a photo collage of the girls buckled into plane seats with pieces of popcorn sprawled across the floor it's been a day blair decided to be in a really not good mood so it's a national controversy apparently so yeah this is big so news it was big news on white twitter karen it was a lot of upset people guess what what type of popcorn uh i you know i just out of questions is a and i and now and now that you bring it up i don't think i've ever and and i'm sure we have people that are flight attendants that listen to stuff i don't know who cleans up messes on a plane you know what i mean like i'm not saying i'm not saying they shouldn't or whatever but i guess i've never seen a mess on a plane like that so i've mm-hmm. never thought about it but yeah what does happen if like kids throw popcorn over the place do the flight attendant supposed to clean that up like i've never seen a broom a dustpan do they just leave it there the whole flight me either hmm. do, or do you land and you have somebody clean the plane afterwards i assume that right I'm, i have no idea yeah someone said they have a cleaning crew i've never seen the cleaning crew i just oh maybe you mean when you land as a cleaning crew mm-hmm. 
yeah so i i mean i honestly god do not know whether you should be offended about this or not that's all i'm saying <laughs> i just don't know you see what i'm saying right. i've never been in a situation where Mm-mm. i've seen what the protocol is to like if it happened to me i'm i'm not swift to anger anyway if it happened to me i probably wouldn't have got mad i probably wouldn't have told twitter i would have just been like i would have said make a joke about it on the podcast so i'm like yeah that was weird i had to pick up all the popcorn i wouldn't have thought like i should be upset about this y'all should pick up the popcorn you know what i mean i'm like and i think also just because i'm a I, I'm, I'm that kind of person when I'm at a restaurant or something. Yeah, I probably, you know? I probably would have picked that. They'd have been like, "Ma'am, ma'am, what are you doing? I'm picking up the popcorn. Don't you see this popcorn there? Hot yeah. me right now. Just, I'm normally just the person cleaning behind them. Yeah, I'm normally the person that has to be told not to. Like someone's job yes. is to do this, and you don't need to do that. You know, you don't need to stack your plates or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, uh, sad to see the white people struggling like this. Um, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. kisses his girlfriend alexandra grant on the red carpet oh but there's a there's a there's a reason we're talking about this karen he did it with his eyes open Mm-hmm. oh okay yeah he's 58 grant and 50 uh they flaunted their love and kissed at this ritzy event uh uh on the red carpet but his eyes were open karen oh that's adorable i mean it's a pretty dress i don't know karen his eyes were open i i I mean he is on the run for john wick i mean you have to you have to be sure ain't nobody trying to take you out Mm, okay maybe that's it he was looking to see if some assassins were coming through the door i mean he been training and filming for months all right all right well i'll take karen's word for it (laughs) <laughs> not a big deal nope just part of the training yes sir uh bam margera who you may know from jackass it's one of the jackass guys uh he responds to a man who filed a restraining order after claiming he was having a threesome uh apparently uh according to tmz or as reported by tmz bam's neighbor a man named daniel cardenas has accused Majera of entering his home in the middle of the night and making a death threat. You have 12 hours to leave the house or I will kill you with my brass knuckles, Bam allegedly said. Oh. Cardina says Bam left before returning over an hour later, at which point he issued another threat while wearing the brass knuckles. You have 12 seconds to leave. As seen in TMZ's recently released video, Bam responds to the restraining order by sharing his side of the story, in which he claims his hostility towards Cardenas was only to protect his daughter who was staying with Margera when Cardenas brought two women back to his home to have a threesome. He showed up at 3 a.m. when my 8-year-old daughter Isabella is in there. He stepped over her with a 60-year-old lady and an 18-year-old and had a fucking threesome. Bam says he didn't want his daughter to get PTSD from hearing sex noises from said threesome. (laughs) The poor baby! So yes, I will fuck you up. Did you forget to tell that one, Danny? (laughs) Right! uh so as previously reported in march Bam was arrested for public intoxication following an incident with his estranged wife nikki boyd additionally margera was arrested at a as a at a residence less than a month ago in escondido california when a woman called police alleging that he kicked her well i guess his daughter wasn't there for those so it's fine back in february boyd filed a legal separation last month more than a year after announcing the couple split Man, a lot going on over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Well, it's complicated with the whites. The ghetto. Mm-hmm. Talking about. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, Ice T. Mm-hmm. Fires back at a troll who said his wife Coco wore a Grammy dress that was three sizes too small. Uh, I mean, listen, we know Coco oh. and her reputation precedes her. Okay. Oh, you gonna you gonna she not known Coco. for wearing a whole lot of clothes. That's not her get down. Mm-mm. And I don't think you were informing Ice T of anything that he didn't already know. So this woman, Maureen McCall, said to those of you who thought my pain. Oh wait, she said. She posted a tweet last week where she complimented Adele for looking fabulous at the Grammys for describing her as classy uh, when the singer was heavier. McCall then... What? Before describing her as... Okay. Uh, McCall then took an aim at Coco, who was wrapped in a dress three sizes too small, I guess. To those of you who thought my opinion of a woman named Coco don't know who she is, don't care. I see Adele at the Grammy. She looks fabulous. When she was heavier, she was classy. That is a woman who knows her beauty doesn't have to be wrapped in a dress that's three sizes too small. I see quote tweeted her. Maureen, when was the last time you had some dick? <laughs> yep, that's not like the response you would get from him. <laughs> that's hilarious Maureen what was the last time you had some dick that's the problem lol uh, he continued to go in the office by taking a page out of McCall's book and comment on someone else's looks with a bit of sarcasm I gotta say Maureen you're hot as fuck uh, flame emoji it's a picture of her uh, I would I would say he's being sarcastic mm-hmm. uh yeah, and that's, not, that's how his wife dresses, and the, the honey, they like it. I love it. Yeah, and then he put FLTG. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not Me up on that abbreviation. Uh-uh. Uh, someone in the chat might know, but he said we never attack, but we retali- retaliate. Five explosion, four explosion emojis. So she kind of fucked around and found out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Wh- the cute, cute top. Also, would not be surprised if she pulled a uh you have millions of followers and you're verified oh yeah why are you talking to me yeah the tears the tears are flowing nobody asked you to go out to his wife right like i i should be able to call your wife anything you you should just take it uh all right that's it for white people news let's get into some um let's do some guest stories what time is it It's time to guess the race. 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 All right, y'all know the game. Y'all know the rules. Let's go. A Florida man charged with indecent exposure offered cops a bizarre explanation as to why he was pleasuring himself in public. What? What was his reasoning? Uh, they got a call to a Speedway convenience store on Vero Beach. Advisor is a naked white male screaming, oh, God, son of a bitch. Why'd you put that in the fucking report? <laughs> oh, they put it in the report. His excuse was his ass hurt and that the jacking off was the only thing to make him not think about it. Free space. Y'all, y'all got it. <laughs> oh, they put, they put the race in the article. Of course. He was white. <laughs> All right. Karen's one for one. Let's go to the next I'll one. I'll take that one. Uh, <laughs> 
let's go to the next one um uh how about this one um a texas woman nicknamed the possum queen after rescuing a confused possum in a country bar how the hell you know the possum was confused i mean because it was in the bar you know i mean was it playing possum act like it was drunk it wanted some of those uh rainbow cans and they were like get out of here you confused <laughs> what are you doing in here you know we don't you know we don't accept your kind um okay i guess you can't mute this uh i guess you can't mute this ad that is weird that's something new what new happening when you can't mute ads yeah you can let it play Okay. Well, at least it's not talking. Yeah. It's just be music. Oh, no wonder it's not even a real news article. Fuck you! I waited for nothing. All right, I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Take me. They do that bullshit. Uh, so this was on April first. Bonita Creek Halls in Nacogdoches, Nacogdoches, Texas uh posted a story on Facebook that sounded like an April Fool's Day prank, but turned out to be too all but too real uh according to ketk an opossum opossum uh snoke snuck god damn it what's wrong with me and uh possum snuck into bonita creek hall just past midnight on april 1st when the texas establishment was closing the appearance of the critter paused caused a bit of chaos at the bar until one of the patrons exited the dance hall and decided to help the confused animal find his way out in a video of the incident uh which has been viewed over 10 million times Oof. a woman in a yellow sleeveless shirt denim shorts and cowboy boots carries the possum by his tail through bonita creek hall out the front door the honky tonk hero whose name is jessica white uh uh per ketk uh but she has been dubbed the possum queen uh <laughs> uh so yeah um uh what guess the race of the possum queen oh white like her last name all right karen says white let's check the chat room and see what they believe um mm-mm-mm. uh these folks just helpful to anything but blacks white confused possum goes great with bush beer white and and impossible white impossible white woman <laughs> that's good isn't her name white white people shit white white the correct answer is everyone said white everyone got it right and that's her right there um oh yeah this is the video i have no idea why it's playing this fucking honky tonk music and why i can't just turn the volume off as it says the speaker volume is off but it's just not doing anything but uh as you can see here now i i don't know if this dude was reaching out to touch her or was pointing just to like the door is that way because i think she grabbed his arm as if he was gonna touch her and i think he was not interested in being anywhere near that possum right he was like ma'am that way take 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 it out that that way ma'am go towards right. the door Holy shit. she really wrangled this shit 
this is crazy <laughs> as fuck i would not touch a possum even if it was dead no like who touches a live possum she don't got on no gloves mm-hmm. nothing so possum's like it's trying to swim away <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah she look like i do this every day b yeah i shared this video on my facebook page um when when i first saw it and um there were people that that less cared about the possum and more about miss white okay (laughs) i saw i saw the things they were saying (laughs) it seemed to have a, a certain you know it was a certain type of person that was interested in that post. <laughs> and that ain't care nothing about the possum. What's your type? You like black, white? I like white girls more better. Okay. Yo, Especially in the thick time. That's what I'm talking about. Word. Snow bunny. Yeah, uh-huh. In other words, pog. Pog. That's what I like. Yo, yo. Hey, say that bit again. Say it one more time. I'll say it slow. Pog. P-A-W-G. Badass white girls. That's what I'm talking about. What you like, bro? Yeah. I like fat ass white girls, the thick time. Ooh, the yeah. types. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Okay. Yo, what are you talking about? Okay. Now, I guess uh, possums is good eating. I don't know. Apparently so. They was pretty excited about them damn possums. Uh, let's go to the next one. Air National Guardsman arrested after applying online to be a hitman. Oh, shit. I didn't know they were taking applications. Yeah. Hosiah is is he trying to get in the same crew as that dude that on that video game with the bow head and the suit that be going around shooting up people oh you mean the game hitman no (laughs) I don't know why I couldn't think of the name of the goddamn game uh Tennessee Air National Guardsman was arrested last week after applying to be a hitman on a parody website oh god do you believe the onion articles are real too (laughs) the website is called rentahitman.com and Josiah Ernesto Garcia, 21, ended up charged with the use of interstate facilities and commission of murder for hire. That said, that's basically says, uh, yeah, we the police officers. Uh, give us your information and right. we will come arrest you. Rentahitman.com. Yeah, we know it ain't. Come on. You think it's going to be that simple? He explored the site when he needed money to support his family. He began searching online for contract mercenary jobs. Uh, ah, and google brought up all the searches uh he first made contact with the site february 16 when he filed an employment inquiry form indicating that he was interested in obtaining employment as a hitman he noted his military experience and rifle expertise in the form while also requesting an in-depth job description according to court documents <gasps> uh, the hopeful hitman remained in contact with the website over the next several days providing his tennessee driver's license a headshot and a resume. <laughs> he took that hitman job seriously. I uh, bet he was like, "Baby, I got a job coming up." Right. I got a job. How much interview. they pay? I don't know how much they pay. Got a job interview. Why are you taking your gun with you? <laughs> got a job interview as this. I'm looking for a job that pays well, related to my military experience, shooting and killing the marked targets, so I can support my kid on the way. What can I do? I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job that is similar to it, such as this one, put me in, coach. Not put me in, coach. Ah! Are you writing put me in, coach, on a motherfucking criminal conspiracy? Oh, see, you know what? Chad GPT strikes again. Who is making sports analogies? (laughs) 
oh my goodness i'm gonna blame all this shit on chat gpt on his resume garcia bragged about being an expert marksman awarded for not missing a single bullseye on all the targets and for shooting expert with two or more weapons he was employed by the air national guard since july 2021 claimed he went by the nickname reaper which he earned from military experience and marksmanship feeling antsy for antsy antsy feeling antsy for work garcia sent two follow-ups between february 23rd and march 13th oh he was following up y'all y'all give him a resume y'all y'all, y'all see it please please hurry up i haven't been arrested yet <laughs> uh following the order from the fbi the website owner bob ennis responded to garcia saying josiah a field coordinator will be in touch in the near future you will receive a message when they are ready timing is based on client needs an undercover fbi agent was assigned to pose as an agent for the website and contacted garcia for a phone interview which led to the two meeting up for an in-person where garcia said he was looking into killing people for money for a while on april 12th garcia was scheduled to meet with the undercover agent to discuss a potential target that would pay five thousand dollars for taking out the client's abusive husband garcia was given the first half of the payout along with the images of the fake target upon receiving the payment he asked that the photo evidence of the murdered target was acquired before the fbi made the arrest there how far were they gonna let this man go <laughs> ah they wanted you to fully incriminate yourself they were like we're gonna be sure ain't no way you can say that uh you was oblivious to what you were doing uh following the arrest uh, oh wait during one of his post-arrest interviews the fbi he admitted to being offered and subsequently accepted the job at vanderbilt medical in nashville and was wanting to tell the undercover agent the news during their meeting also he had already <laughs> thank god america he had already found a job so he wouldn't have to kill nobody probably follow according to him but this is after the arrest so who knows mm-hmm. sound like this could be what he says now that he's caught right following the arrest they searched his home and recovered an ar-15 or ar style rifle the same way he the same one he allegedly said he would use for the killings uh rent a hitman.com was created in 2005 by four friends attempting to create a cyber security company as it was a play on words rent as in hire us hit as in network traffic and men because there were four of us oh a lot a lot of people they y'all definitions of rent a hitman and the people that's applying through the application process y'all got two different definitions of hitman while the company was failing to get off the ground it began receiving many inquiries about murder for hire services which <gasps> led them to turn into a parody site which included false testimonies from fictional customers a <laughs> service request form and even a, even a rec- uh, careers tab that people like garcia can apply to be a hitman holy shit they were like they were like, they were like five stars they killed my husband real good i got all the insurance money we'll do it you would use again (laughs) (laughs) we'll use again on my i try my mother-in-law next time excellent customer service (laughs) (laughs) they don't miss right uh both the service request form and careers form have been used many times to arrest people interested in using the services of a hitman on someone they know including a new mexico man to plotted his in-laws murder on the site all right karen guess the race oh white white what's Karen's his name white. again uh josiah ernesto garcia oh uh hispanic my bad oh okay all right that's interesting uh let's check the chat room see what they believe john you juan wick oh that's good that's real good 
that's real good latino says <laughs> gullible mexican just trying to feed his family used to find honest work on the front of the home improvement store latinx Mm-mm-mm. uh mm, the white's gonna toss his ass back over the wall latino says june <laughs> zeros dumbass reaper for dummies <laughs> latino uh oh he getting deported his straight hispanic hedge of sky white latino latino oh, no. gi jose <laughs> impossible white passing latinas the correct answer everybody said everybody got it right yeah that's him there uh i don't know if this is the headshot he sent but man this is uh, another picture with him holding yeah, a gun some on the website this is a picture of him in his dress blues him in his military camo oh, get, get, i don't know if you can go to the web what does the website look like rent at hitman.com yeah. i'm scared to go right i feel like the fbi gonna be knocking on our door uh your point and click solution 100 percent hipaa compliant no, Hit, HIPAA compliant hitman information privacy and protection act of 1964 <laughs> go click below for your free consultation got issues click here doc web is not safe but we are what? website uses cookies <laughs> <laughs> uh support our mission service request form uh guido's coffee fund uh okay service request form i guess this is where you tell them you want to kill somebody my consultation was fast and free and they wait my consultation Ooh. was fast and free they took care of everything while i was on vacation highly recommended <laughs> the five star reviews guido and his crew were able to save the day and it did it on a shoestring budget uh they took everything in consideration and left no stone on turn best fixes in the industry oh shit and it's got people's whole government names georgina h michigan uh stewart or i guess not they last just their last initial mm-hmm. but still enough for you to be like why would i use their services super fast with superb results and i wouldn't contract with anyone else quick easy and discreet service you can't go wrong with guido look at this picture <laughs> This looks like the cybersecurity pitch you get at your job when they be making you do them uh, 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 cybersecurity things. Your address for field operative use only. Oh, your birthday. Your your phone numbers. The target's information. Spouse, business partner, bully, lawyer, activist. Oh, shit. Government official. Self. (laughs) Other. Oh, my God. This is too much. That's hilarious all right um since the first one was a was an accidental give me oh, uh, they had it in the title i uh, mean in the article we'll do guess the race uh bonus round how can i be racist about anybody or anything in my life how can i call them niggas just call them niggas Gold, 
The only thing they could have said better was that today was FDIC uh, uh, insured. <laughs> a man is facing charges after he illegally practiced dental work in the Dan- in a Danbury hotel room. What? Danbury police officer said they responded to a, of course, La Quinta Hotel. La Quinta, don't nothing good going down at La Quinta. Mm-mm. Stay away from I'm the sorry. La Quintas, y'all. I'm sure y'all know the one where it's great, but I ain't never met it. Uh, at least the ones I've seen has all been like, this is where they fucking kill you in the shower. This is like, <laughs> this is the, the scene from Psycho happens in this hotel. This is where they take you in there. They're like, it's a shame what they did to that dog. Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this is where they pull out the chainsaw, like Scarface on people in the tub. Like, anyway, Lakenta, uh, they responded. To, the police officers responded to Lakenta for reports of dental work what is that call like hello 911 uh yeah man it's somebody in here i hear a drill i think i heard a scalpel i think i heard somebody in the background uh say nurse you know can we get an x-ray i I just think it's some dental work going y'all need to get here as soon as possible it's teeth everywhere (laughs) i seen gauze it was crazy the officers found a man who said he was conducting dental referrals when officers entered the occupant's room, they found an impromptu operating setup with dental drill, suction machines, and a portable x-ray machine. Wow. Oh, you Not bullshitting, the but they... <laughs> wow. I also just picture, like it's all makeshift so it's not like an actual dental chair it's like a lazy boy Mm-mm, right you know <laughs> they don't have a waiting room sinking in the bed yeah they don't have a waiting room just everybody sit on the bed you can sit on the edge of the bed man you next <laughs> what, t- what time is your appointment are you making are you doing six months checkups are you like don't forget to come back uh the nurse will, uh my i mean my assistant will get your uh give you a checkup date <laughs> you for a morning or afternoon we stay up until 3 a.m because it's la quinta so. <laughs> right we stay up until i pass out from uh from doing these uh illegal pills <laughs> boxes of amoxicillin and other medications were also found authorities said when officers spoke to the suspect the man left the bathroom with gauze in his mouth no he not steve uh martin from fucking <laughs> from fucking little shop of horrors <laughs> I mean, not not Steve Martin, not uh, what's my man, Bill? Um, God damn it, why is this so hard for me right now? From Ghostbusters, Bill Murray, not Bill Murray from from Little Shop of Horrors with the cotton balls in his mouth. <laughs> uh, that's what they, I picture this. They get they're giving them toothbrushes for the leave. Don't forget to brush your teeth. The, yeah, he floss too good last time. This is what I just I just picture Steve Martin's character in a hotel room. For Little Shop of Horrors. I know this reference. It's three people out here that old enough. But you know, some of y'all might get it, but I'm yes. I'm talking about He'll be a dentist. He'll be a dentist. <laughs> yes. Like I just picture I just picture that uh uh that that happening. Oh my god. Oh. Come be a dentist. Oh, that's my jam. Oh my god. That uh I can't believe that. Oh my God. Say, oh. 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 Yes. <laughs> uh, authority said when they spoke, spoke, oh yeah, this, so then Hugo Morez de Lima was arrested and charged with practicing dentistry without a license 
an illegal sale of prescription drugs he is being held on three hundred and fifty thousand dollars bond i'm gonna be honest i didn't know it could get that expensive for this crime i mean he had drugs i mean i mean what like this what dental office did you steal that from or did you order all this shit online through amazon and make it makeshift shit i don't know but i who like i just feel like this some breaking bad shit or something like he's a veterinarian or he lost his dentist license because his drug habit and so this is how he's funding his drug habit by doing dentistry on the side because like where do you get the audacity to do dentistry if you don't if you didn't go to school for it right anyway guess the race karen Ooh, we're going white all right karen's going white for this one for uh hugo morez de lima Jay, Let's check the chat room. Hmm? Jay, I was going to tell JJ Outlaw about how did the hotel not know? It's a La Quinta Inn. Yeah. They open on the outside. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no one to sneak anything by because you're walking straight into the room. Yeah, right. That's why I'm like, nope, I want hallways. Yeah. If I don't got no hallways. I'm not standing there. I open my door, but not go outside. Hispanic. The fifth dentist doesn't support Trident White. Dr. McGruver, MD, Latino. A dentist who should have crossed the border Hispanic. Latino, Hispanic. The correct answer is uh, Hispanic. Y'all got it right. And Karen missed it. Some of you got it right, though. should have reacted you the name my bad i did say it again by the way i said hugo morris de lima i said it <laughs> i was like just two the or three aud- times just the audacity some people just don't want to be great and uh all right let's in go with the free space sore ratchetness an albuquerque man was accused of threatening his neighbor with a sword carving a racial slur in the driveway oh shit mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. was this driveway made out of you'd be able to carve into it pan not concrete concrete all right that's not a word concrete good afternoon an albuquerque man is behind bars after carving a racial slur into a neighbor's driveway with a sword news 13's ariana Kraft joins us now with reaction from the homeowner the victim said he was scared for his life not only his property was vandalized but he shares he was threatened with what he described as a full-sized metal sword now y'all can hear this in the chat everyone's good i'm assuming they it should be working because that's why i moved to firefox but i just sometimes i get paranoid anyone in the chat saying they can they can't can't hear it they saying they they i don't i don't know can can y'all hear it yes okay cool on sunday albuquerque police were called to a northwest neighborhood for reports of a man using a sword to gouge a racial slur into a neighbor's driveway the victim said he caught 42 year old bradley wiley in the middle of writing n-word lover on his property hell i've got 30 calls into the cops and all that so not that i want to 
had to deal with him. According to the victim, Wiley had seen him hanging out with a black friend over the weekend. I know what happened. Saturday was the first day it was warm. And I went over to Vincent's house, and so we walked back and forth a couple of times. The criminal complaint states when the homeowner confronted Wiley, he raised the sword into the air, threatening him with it. The victim was able to get away and call police. Officers tried to track Wiley down at his home, but were unsuccessful. When Brad was Brad, he was a nice enough fella. But now, what do you mean unsuccessful? I mean, he so what? We just there. give up? Oh, he ain't home. All right, well, <laughs> I'm sure it'll work out, man. Call us we, if he come back. We not. Nobody answered the door. Call us when he's got the sword going through your spine. Can you just give us a call then when he's uh? At these, like, halfway cut your head off, just go ahead and give us a ring. We'll come back out and check to see if he's here. In the last three years, it has been an evolution. And in about the last nine months, it has become a swan dive. According to neighbors, Wiley has a history with law enforcement and Albuquerque's crisis intervention team, saying he struggles with mental health issues. Ring camera video shows Wiley screaming threats and profanities during a prior incident. Wiley was taken into custody yesterday, and people in the neighborhood say they feel relieved. Everybody was walking the streets and happy. Damn, one person could do all that to the neighborhood? It's like Debo. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was like, oh, that nigga go? That was like, come on, kids, we'll go outside to play now. <laughs> uh, they were happy to see him go. I was like, please don't come back. Bradley Wiley is being charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for threatening his neighbor with a sword. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Ariana. Wiley's prior felonies include aggravated battery, kidnappings, theft, and criminal damage. Oh. The DA's office has filed a motion to keep Wiley behind bars until trial. How can he afford a home? Mm-hmm. I just, man, that's so crazy. That, this motherfucker got arrested. Everybody's just like, sunny days. <laughs> It was like, freedom, freedom. <laughs> right. Damn. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we appreciate you. And we'll be back with, tomorrow with Mike Kaplan, 5 p.m. EST, Eastern Standard Time. That should be fun. Uh, looking forward to that. And Always fun with him. Until next time, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. <laughs>